The word multimedia is the use of a variety of artistic or communicative media using more than one medium of expression or communication. Café is a type of establishment that serves coffee and is known as a place where information can be exchanged. The following is the audio version of the Multimedia Café. Welcome to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Well, coming up on today's program, we talk with Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. He's based out of Greeley, Colorado, and we talk with him about a variety of things, not withholding the environment, the community, and all that's part of Titan Solutions' business model. Well, we talk a little bit about the oil and gas industry. He describes the evolution of the war on oil and gas that happened in Colorado. I'll tell you what the recent news that's happened. It makes you wonder what is going on there in Colorado in terms of the energy industry. Well, Heath Holloway gives us an update from Titan Solutions. What's going on there as well as what his company is doing to help the environment and much, much more on today's episode of the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies, and I'll tell you what, let's get right into it. Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. Heath Holloway, Titan Solutions. Excellent, Titan Solutions. Of course, we were talking a little bit before we started the interview. Greeley, Colorado. We both have some common grounds in Greeley, Colorado. Of course, that's where you're located. Talk to me about your company and uh, your office in Greeley, and are you in any other places? Uh, we are in Gillette, Wyoming, so we're in the Powder and DJ Basin. Uh, our headquarters is Greeley, Colorado, uh, of course, because I live here. Um, so we're a containment, a full containment, surface rental, uh, and custom trailer company. Um, so we put containment on locations under frack pads anything that needs to be contained um surface rentals from forklifts loaders light plants anything like that um let's see custom trailers we have cooling trailers climate control trailers shower trailers uh office trailers uh for locations you know any, anything for surface rentals on the surface on location uh we do so I'm looking at your slogan, protecting people and the environment. You capitalize people and environment. That's obviously something you want to make sure that people understand. You're you're putting them as part of your mission, my guess is, is, is that. So talk to me about why people and environment are important in your business. Well, the people are important because they're doing the work. And, uh, you know, uh, they're out there day in, day out helping us succeed. Uh, and we put a lot into them. Uh, we coach, mentor, and train them. Uh, any chance we get, uh, whether you've been in the oil field or you're an outsider coming in, uh, we take the time to, to make sure our people are where they need to be at all times uh, with training, safety, in, in knowing what we're supposed to be doing, uh, knowing the job, having the right tools, that type of thing. And then the, uh, the environment's important. Um in all aspects. Uh, so we're trying to, you know, preserve the environment by protecting it with containment, 
and, uh, you know, make sure things are protected, you know, with containment and, and so get away from leaks. Um, you know, a lot of producers are not wanting even fresh water on the ground. So we do everything we can. We, we take pride in custom containment. So, uh, you know, any shape, any form you need, we'll, we'll put it out there um, uh, for the environment. And, you know, just, just preserve it for the future, uh, for our kids and everything. Uh, that's what we're trying to do. The Bakken is part of the Rocky Mountain region in terms of the Shale Play USA maps and according to many, many companies. And so... A lot of companies are based out of Denver, maybe Greeley, uh, depending on if they're specific to Weld County. But Denver is kind of a hot spot for a lot of bigger companies, you know, Whiting and et cetera. Uh, when I go to – so I've been going down to Colorado for about 10 years uh, for oil and gas specifically. Before then it was publishing, but now it's specifically oil and gas. I stay in, in Fort Collins, which is not too far from Greeley, uh, you know, right. a stone's throw away. And the reason right. I stay in Fort Collins is, you know, I just I, I don't really care for Denver's traffic. I try to avoid traffic as much as I can. Um, about five years ago, I started noticing when I'm talking to people in the breakfast bars in the morning that work in the oil and gas industry, they'd look over their shoulder before they'd say it. And then, of course flash forward to today and you know you've got the governor saying a war on oil and gas talk to me a little bit about what your perception has been with the oil and gas industry you work in it and you live in Greeley um yet you're a Coloradoite Coloradoan well I don't know the correct word but uh Coloradoan Coloradoan thank you talk to me about that a little bit because it would seem to me that um you're kind of in the thick of it yeah it's uh, it's pretty interesting right now. Um, what's going on with governor and oil and gas, um, and kind of the war on oil and gas. Um, you're you're correct. A lot of people would be scared to say something. Uh, in the past, I think there's a lot more people willing to talk about oil and gas now. Um, it's a lot of uneducated people per se out there uh, a lot of people don't even know there's oil and gas here in colorado uh sometimes you're like yeah it's all over the place but um you know it, it's about educating everybody right now uh your employees their families so we'll bring people in from oil and gas companies um and we'll talk about what's going on in the industry so our people know what's going on how it affects us how it affects everybody because at the end of the day, it affects everyone um, and, and different industries as well. So it, it's, it's really big right now. Uh, you know, I know there's a, a lot of meetings going on. There's a good group out there, Energy Strong, uh, that's really working for all of us and, and putting the time and effort in to, to be at all these meetings when a lot of people can't be there to, to share the information um, because in the past, nothing would get shared. Uh, so there's a lot of people out there sharing this stuff. And, and as long as we get with our people and, and tell them what's going on, they have a better idea, and we could come together as a team and, and, and fight it. What seems to be the biggest challenge that you're seeing from Colorado? Is it is it just the 
social engineering of the perception of it? Is there an actual, you know, legitimate, you know, thing, I guess? Um, I, I was really surprised by it, to be honest. I, I was very surprised by the just the whole, like I said, when people started looking over their shoulders and just that whole kind of ashamedness of it. I, I'm not used to that because for me, the light switch was never political. Energy was never political. And that's what it really became. It became almost like if you support oil and gas, you supported the extremism of a political party. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that's true. Um, I think it just comes down to education and what oil and gas is. Um, you know, from plastics to uh, cars to everything it's it just coming down to understanding what this is and if, if it, we could all take the time and educate everyone on what's going on and what oil and gas means to other industries and, and communities you know we'd have a better effect um but no one's wanting to do that if you get on these um social media neighborhood pages and there's house, you know, the construction um, sector is, is building houses and they got a big crane in the air. They think it's a drone. Mr. Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're going to take a brief pause. When we come back. We'll continue the conversation with Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. My name is Jason Spies and this is the Multimedia Cafe. Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Spies. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. This is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Well, coming up next, we continue the conversation with Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. Um, social media neighborhood pages, and there's house, you know, the construction um, sector is, is building houses, and they got a big crane in the air. They think it's a drilling rig, um, and that becomes a war, and... Oh my God, they're drilling in my neighborhood. Well, they've been drilling in your neighborhood a long time because the construction industry has come into that oil and gas fields 
and, and started building and everything. So it's been here for a long time. It, it's the number one thing right now is just to educate everybody, uh, in my opinion, on and what oil and gas is, what it means, what is oil and gas, you know, how many products are made from oil and gas. Um, so a lot of people out there say um, silly things, right? Uh, but at the same time, uh, they're causing more of an issue than we are uh, because they're driving their SUV. So that's gas guzzling. They're using oil and gas. You know, they, they, they're using plastics. They're doing this. They got everything like that. And, and they're causing just as much, you know, controversy than we are. So, again, it's just education is the most important thing right now in understanding what it is. One of the challenges that I'm putting out to the energy industry, I guess I have been, I, I didn't even know this till somebody pointed it out to me, is the education portion of it is just to rethink how we're educated. I've got a 13-year-old son, and I, I listen to the energy industry talk about uh, television commercials, and then somebody asked me about it, and I said, honestly, my, we got rid of our TV in 2007, and unless you're on Instagram or YouTube, you're not reaching my 13-year-old son. Right, right. And now... I brought my 13-year-old son to the Williston Basin Conference, and he's got a little podcast, Kids in Capitalism, and he, he interviewed Harold Hamm, and he interviewed Mike Henderson, the VP of Marathon Oil, Jack nice. Stark, the president of Continental. Oh, yeah, he's, he's scored better interviews than I've ever scored. And, you know, he's got, he got Linda McMahon, you know, from the WWE and uh, former uh, small business secretary. I didn't even get Linda McMahon, you know. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. And, and when we ran across this, this bike that was made without petroleum, basically it's a frame, you know, that's what they do. And, and the guy that was there, and this is not against him because he's trying to do his job and, and the way it is, but it was almost like, and I, I felt like this from the industry standpoint, as I watched this guy do his job talking to my at then 12 year old son, he was lecturing him and like, why don't you know better? It reminded me of the farmers when they were trying to lecture us on the disconnect we had from the ag industry and this and that. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's I, I, I had to take a step back and say, you know, as an industry, we're missing that connection. We're missing that connection. And then I saw what happened in Colorado. And I said this three years ago on my program. I said, what happened in North Dakota with the smoking ban is going to happen in other states with other industries. And what I mean by that is it has nothing to do with cigarettes. It has to do with a product that has jobs in an industry that people don't like because it's easy to look at and it's easy to demonize. And so, and I'm a non-smoker. And so what they right. do is, is they, they do a, a public safety, emotion, and setback of feet. And that's how they did it in California. That's how they did it in, uh, with the smoking ban. And they did it in North Dakota. And these were out-of-state out people that did it. And again, I didn't have any dog in this hunt at all. I wasn't a bar owner. I wasn't a, I wasn't a restaurant or anything like that. And I was a non-smoker, but I saw what was happening. And that same template happened in Colorado. And I said, you watch in another industry, they're going to put a mother and a baby up there and a duck covered in oil. And that's it. And what do they yep. do in Colorado? They put a mother with a baby with a smokestack in the background. 
I don't even yeah. think they put any words on there. <laughs> but that that that's what the energy industry needs to understand is that we're such a technical science-based industry. It's really easiest for us to forget how how someone else can connect on emotion and just discount everything we've ever done because hey, let's not let facts ruin this, right? Right. Yeah. And so, do you know what I mean? I mean, I I don't know the answer to this, but um, it just seems like as an industry, we need to figure out new ways to try to connect with the audience. Does that make sense a little bit? Oh, I totally agree. Uh, I was talking to somebody today about that, uh, connecting to the people in the industry on a town hall meeting or, you know, certain companies, um, have those town hall meetings and get with your um, local government um, and see where we can have those type of area, uh, you know, uh, town hall meetings and, and educate everybody. This is what's going on. And this is why Uh, this is what this does. And and the more, you know, at least, you know, the information uh, and then you can have your opinion. You can't have your opinion and then get the information. So, um, you know, we try to talk to our employees any chance we get uh, of what's going on. And, and we have a lot of young people uh, on our staff, um, anywhere from 18 to 26 for the majority of it. And, and you know, educating them uh, is the biggest thing we do of what's going on, what this is, and training them on what this is. You know, because uh, some come in hesitant on, oh, gosh, what, what's going to happen? And uh, As long as we get them the information, I think that's the best thing to do. But uh, I, I agree. Town halls, we need to have more town halls. Did you see a shift like I did in, in, in mindset of people? Did they have that kind of anti-fossil fuel climate change mentality? And then after working for you, they changed? Or was is that not the case where you're at? Uh, I would say a little bit. Because we, uh, we have uh, University of Northern Colorado here, so we get a lot of college uh, kids here uh, for work. Um, sure. You know, at all types, right? Um, and some doesn't don't believe in any of oil and gas, right? But then the thing of it is they want the job. They know they can make good money. They know they can do this or that. So we educate them. Then you do get that kickback of oh i thought you guys just did this or did that or it was more like this or that no it's like this <laughs> we take care of our people this is a family oil filled family if we go to north dakota we go to wyoming texas anywhere we're all family at the end of the day mm-hmm. um and we're trying to do better all the time and we're trying to do good all the time um so it was kind of fun to, to see some of them change. Um, now they still have their political view or they see, uh, you know, in a different way. Um, and that's okay. But now they're educated, you know, uh, and, and trained on how this works and what this is. And, and you know, we're only doing our aspect and in, in a few other aspects of the oil field. And there's still a lot out there. You know, we're not going to coach, mentor, and train them on because we don't know it. Um, but it, it was cool to see some of the change and, and some people, if they don't like it, they just quit and they go on with their lives. So that's kind of how 
it happened here. How did you get into this? Uh, family, family business. Okay. Um, my grandfather owned a uh, company uh, way back in the day. Uh, and trucks, rigs, roustabouts, frack tanks, all that type of thing. And then my dad worked for him. And uh, my dad had a few businesses here and there. And then I started working for my dad in uh, 2000, doing trucking, frack tanks, winch trucks. That's my kind of background of Forte. Um, And then I saw an opportunity in 2013, and I took advantage of it. Uh, So this is, uh, you know, we've been going for five years. Uh, This has been a huge change and learning curve, Um, but we've been going strong. Mr. Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're going to take a brief pause. We come back. We'll continue the conversation with Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Historic, the first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. So here's to all of the good thinkers and here's to the lonely drinker but don't you know welcome back to the multimedia cafe my name is jason spies thank you folks for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the multimedia cafe a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about well coming up next we continue the conversation with heath holloway with titan solutions uh so this is uh you know we've been going for five years uh, this has been a huge change and learning curve, um, but we've been going strong. We started in a downturn, and, and we've made it in uh, five years strong. So, and we got we're working in two states. So, you know, we, we're doing something right. I think. Are you just in the two states? Or are you looking at um, other states, Texas, North Dakota? So, with the political form right now, we are looking other places. Um, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, we've done some jobs here and there. Uh, you know, we go in there, do them, come back out. Uh, we've done some stuff in North Dakota, Montana, and Utah. Um, but we're uh, evaluating everything um, yeah. and, and seeing what works. Uh, we're only going to do it if it works. And so, uh, but it, it's getting closer, and uh, uh, it's not a huge rush. I think. Uh, we're going to be okay uh, in Colorado with uh, with everything going on, uh, especially being in Weld County. 
but uh, you know, we're we're just protecting ourselves and, and looking at other places to uh, keep growing. Do you have an update from Weld County um, in terms of kind of some anecdotal stuff that you're hearing? You're in the industry. You're one of the leaders down there. Um, are you are you hearing any companies that are leaving? Any companies that are saying nope, everything's going to be fine? I understand the county kind of came forward and said, here's what we want for um, regulations. They're trying to be a leader in the, this whole movement. Yeah, so they created a whole team um, for the oil and gas uh, within the county. And uh, I haven't seen anybody leave. Um, I think everybody's just getting tighter, and they got their, uh, um, you know, they're not leaving. They're not, you know, nothing's happening they're just getting uh you know a little bit more educated on what's going to happen here so they're looking at other plays looking at other things and then there's tightening up within their company you know um as far as producers now uh, as far as service companies um i i don't see anybody moving out um or shutting the doors or anything like that because they're scared or or anything like that uh everybody's still going strong it's a pretty close knit family here in the DJ uh, with all of us service companies. We all know each other, you know, some way, somehow we know each other or work together. Um, and, but they're doing kind of like what I'm doing. They're expanding. They're looking at other markets, seeing what's out there, just to kind of protect themselves against the po- political form that's going on. But uh, you know, they, they're that group, uh, Energy Strong, they're really doing a great job for us. Uh, I, I give them so many kudos. Uh, being at the meetings, being there when other people can't be, um, getting the word out and, and help everybody understand what's going on and what the effects are. Because um, sometimes you don't get to hear that stuff. So they've been a great outlet for everybody to understand what's going on. Uh, but as far as producers or anything, you know, it, it's just normal slow down and get ready to gear up for the winter, um, you know, and stick to their budgets type of thing. Uh, but other than that, everything seems to be going okay right now. We had Jack Hamlin on Summit Engineering and um, one of the leaders of Energy Strong Colorado talking about just some of the history and some of the other things going on. Uh, you you thought they were doing some good work. Talk to me a little bit more about um, just your perception of, of how you think they're being received, uh, what type of uh, uh, message you think they're leaving with people. Jack seemed to be pretty positive about it, and you seem as well. Oh, uh, Jack and, and the team are doing great. Uh, like I said, getting everybody informed that doesn't get this day-to-day or they're not here or – they're just family members of an oil and gas worker and getting that message to them, um, having, you know, some of the rallies we've had being a part, I think, uh, they took the government, uh, you know, on pretty strong and, and they kind of went, Oh, who's this? What, what's going on? And wasn't really ready for something like energy strong. But, uh, I think that's been a, a big influence in our, stuff that's been going on with uh the sba uh 181 um you know everything that's happening and just getting close with uh, you know every political person that's involved uh it's been huge um you know uh, 
social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I mean, they're putting stuff out there, educating um, from what oil and gas makes, uh, what we use uh, from oil and gas to, you know, here's what's going on with this regulation. Here's what's going on with this. I mean, they're doing a hell of a job and kudos to them. Heath Holloway with us with Titan Solutions. Um, out of Greeley, Colorado, also an office in, where did you say, Gillette? Is that right? Gillette, yes. Wyoming? Gillette, yeah, Gillette, sorry, Gillette, Wyoming. Gillette, Wyoming, and, um, oh, yeah, in the uh, latest issue of the Oil Man magazine as well. Your team is in there. I just went, yes. on, went online and looked at that today. Um, hey, by the way, Frack Wellhead Stands. I'm not familiar with that. What is that? Wellhead frack stand. So we put a stand around the wellhead. Okay. So wireline or the frack crews. Sure. Don't have to be in a man lift and reach over and turn on valves, put valves on. Uh, they have a platform to stand on and put things on easier. Okay. A bit safer. And some of the other things, you know, you mentioned the containment packages and some of these other things. Um, you, you, you're like somebody that they would call on the on the preliminary part, not a reactive thing. You're you're more or less somebody on the front end would be using your yeah, services so we're, we're as opposed to a cleanup containment. Yeah. Right. We're getting everything set up for the frack or for the, the drilling sites or uh, a frack tank going out to the field on a production site. We're, mm-hmm. we're getting ahead of everything and before they get going on the job. And one of the questions I like to ask people too, and sometimes it's obvious, and sometimes it's not because this industry is so so specific. Uh, who who is your customer? Who is it that you're trying to reach? Well, we're, we're just trying to, to reach uh, the producers. Um, you know, we get into some uh, outside, some construction stuff. Um, you know, that type of thing with surface rentals, like the the. Um, Man lifts, the telehandlers, skid steers, that type of thing. Safety uh, showers. Safety showers can be uh, in all areas, yep, yep. Uh, in, in industry, different industries. Um, but you know, we're we're on the drilling side, the production side, and the completion sides, uh, and then we tap into the construction side of the oil field. You know, with security trailers, we did a job for a company where we were out there for 45 days and just watch the location. And what we do there is sign everybody in and out, go over what's going on, uh, show them a map, and uh, go overview on JSA and, and make sure everybody gets signed in and signed out. Mr. Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. I'm going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're going to take a brief pause. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. You're making a few friends out of a few strangers, but don't you know? Let this moment pass. So here's to watching the clocks of our grandfathers, and here's to stopping and. A picking flowers, and here's to not letting this moment pass you by.
So here's to the picture that holds us laughing. And here's to the sound of one hand clapping. And here's to not letting this moment pass. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you. And the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Historic. The first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative, the cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects, groundbreaking, with construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation right here at the Multimedia Cafe, a place where you never know who you're going to run into or what we're going to talk about. Well, coming up next, we continue the conversation with Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions. Go over what's going on, uh, show them a map, and uh, go overview on JSA and, and make sure everybody gets signed and signed out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the reasons I ask, of course, you're from Greeley, and um, there are some companies that they do both the ag and the energy side of things. Um, I, and I didn't think that really applied with yours because that's more on the reclamation side, it seems, the ag and ener- energy uh, uh, coexistence and combination comes out of it. But yours, definitely, I can see the construction crossover and um, just any sort of environmental type things that, that come yes. with it. So, Okay. Uh, outstanding. So, uh, talk to me about innovation. Talk to me about technology. Uh, how much of what you guys have going on is is um, has to do with regulations and innovation and um, that sort of business? Well, uh, technology. We we try to mix that in. Um, uh, you know, there's not much technology with uh, containment, right? Um, the the technology is the heat gun, uh, but uh, with our we have a, a thing called Titan Command with our security trailers, signing everybody in and out um, through iPad, and, and um, also with our safety showers, having a, a monitor in there and let you know what's going on with uh, the shower, how cool it is in there, hot it is. Cause we have combo trailers, and uh, uh, meaning uh, you can stay warm in the winter, cool in the summer. And it's a shower trailer eye wash station. So uh, we're we're in the beginning stages of that, putting that together. So if the company man wanted to check on things, he could go in there and you know touch the screen, see where everything's at. Because um, we have to stay ANSI standard on our shower trailers. Uh, the water has to be at a certain degree. Um, you know, has to be certain uh, warmth. You know, things like that. So we try to integrate as much technology as we can in there. Uh, the other technology, you know, GPS on all our stuff, so we know and can build um, 
faster we and build easier uh, with GPS and, and having the customer understand and then just sending out reports to the customer real time, uh, especially from the Titan command on security trailers. After any, at every, every shift, we can send that out and the customer's happy. Everything's totaled for them, everything's done, and, and it's less headache for them to do. Um, so we try to stay innovative as much as we can, looking at everything out there, but at the same time, creating our own. Um, I don't ever want to uh, be known as copying somebody, and, and we don't. So we try to do everything we own uh, and do it ourselves and plan it out how we want to do it. Um, so that's the biggest thing about us. We, we try to do everything custom. We try to look at everything, go through everything, and, and make sure it's our own. Um, and it's like nobody else's. So that's the big part of our business. Um, I'm kind of on the front side of that a lot uh, with my partners. Um, you know, just like the wellhead stands, I saw there was a need and it'd be easier to be out there and, and working on them uh, instead of being in a man basket, you know, and, and looking at different things, just going to the field, seeing what's out there. What else can we do? What other solutions can we provide for the customer? So that's kind of how we take care of the innovation around here um, and some of the technology we're doing i can appreciate that i know i i actually wrote down and had on my bathroom mirror for a while you were born an original stop trying to be a copycat of someone else and oh i can't stand that yeah i can't stand that stuff uh and be your own person and do your own totally and, and a lot of that's confidence based you know it's it seems like when you when when for me, I don't know if I get dumped or a girl does something to me, I get low self-esteem, you know, like every other man and or like a lot of other guys in America, you know. And when you get a low self-esteem, it seems like you just start trying to mimic someone else. You start trying to copy someone else. And I had to write that down. Hey, man, you were born original. Stop it. You know, be the original you were born to be. And, and that's hard. That's hard at times for people, you know. Right. And, and we've had a, a few companies try to copy and it sucks, you know, because you go out there and you're like, what is this? This is oh. exactly what we do. Tell me about and, it. And it's, it's pretty sad um, for companies to, to do that. You know, uh, if I already have a square, then do a triangle. <laughs> uh, and the next guy do a circle. Mm -hmm. You know, come, let's be different here uh, because you're not getting anywhere because at the end of the day, I'm going to get that work back because I know what we're doing. And the service quality is there. So, um, because I designed it and made this thing. So, um, that that really irks me anymore. But it is what it is, and they're out there. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, I, I'm in the same boat as you were. I mean, I, I had to live through the blogging craze, and now I'm living through the podcast craze, which is like, okay, I know that you can print a checklist off the internet and do it yourself. I get that. I just interviewed a drone guy, and that's his biggest challenge. He'll go into a meeting and a second meeting and a third meeting. And then what they'll do is they'll go buy their own drone and try and do it themselves. And, and people don't realize the, and he had a great quote, which was, you're not buying the drone, you're buying the service. And that's right. right. That is so right. right on so many different things. And for me, I was like, okay, I went through this with the blogs because I actually, I'm a writer by trade. So I, you know, I've been publishing a lot of different things and, Sure, anybody can write, but can you actually write? And sure, anybody right. can do an interview, but can you actually do that? 
because these things take work. And so like, and I'm not on my soapbox here, but I am, but usually after 12 to 10 of those blogs or podcasts or they go away, it's, it's the graveyard. It's the ghost yard of them. And it's because people realize, oh, this is a lot of work. And that's what the drone guy was talking about is once they get it up there, they realize, okay, now what do we do? <laughs> like, right, okay, right. we, we, do, we have all the material now what? And so I can see where that, that would be true in your industry too. There's a little bit of expertise that people have to pay for as well. Right. Uh, and you do, you got to know what you're dealing with and you got to know what you're doing and, uh, knowing, knowing your, um, business is the biggest part of it, you know, and getting your people on the same, uh, path is the other one. Oh, totally. You know? Absolutely. And having the good people on the bus um, and trying to get the bad people off the bus. So, um, <laughs> you know, that that's the biggest thing we try to do all the time. So, you know, and our, and our uh, employees have, you know, uh, stop work authority. Uh, they can come to us and go, hey, this isn't working. Can we look at this? And we drop what we're doing and let's go look at it. Let's see what we can do. How can we make it better and easier? Because we don't need to... Uh, knock our head against the wall and that was heath holloway with titan solutions to listen to the full-length interview or to check out other exclusive interviews visit the that's the the multimedia cafe is part of the crude life media network check us out on facebook and twitter all of our social media links are available at the just click on the social media tab at the that's going to do it for today's program. I'd like to thank Heath Holloway with Titan Solutions for coming on today's program. We'll be back tomorrow at this time on this radio station. And for those of you downloading us on the Internet, maybe one of our podcast locations like iTunes and iHeartRadio, thank you very much for doing that. We appreciate you choosing us as part of your content. From the staff here at the Multimedia Cafe, my name is Jason Spies, asking you to savor life and enjoy the spice. There's no breaks in the peace It's just you and me, baby Singing it like we did in the good old days Yeah, we're singing it like we did in the good old days Because we're back to the way The first full conversion refinery to be built in the U.S. in over 40 years. Innovative. The cleanest, most technologically advanced downstream project ever. The model for future shale basin projects. Groundbreaking. With construction resuming in early 2019. The Davis Refinery. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts. 
and then you let people make up their own minds. If you want someone who's competent, you don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. 